Greetings, this is Carl, and I am back, and I'm talking about financial planning. That's what I'm talking about. This is step step six in the process of real financial planning, and step six is called course correct. This is my favorite topic. I have to kind of hold back because I love this topic so much, and in fact, I love it so much that it often can feel like I'm de-emphasizing, particularly step four, draw the line, but I'm not. But I do love this, 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 this step, course correct, because the plan is useless. The line that we drew is useless without the ongoing process of planning. And this is really where we have to manage this tension. And in fact, um, one way that we've managed this tension, so let me explain the tension first. We have to manage this tension between the plan and the process of planning. They're both important and neither can exist without the other. Right? We have to manage this tension between we have to draw the best line in the world while all the, to- all the while knowing it's wrong. That's the tension we have to manage. Right? And one way we have historically managed, quote unquote, that tension is by selling certainty, pretending like like course corrections would be a failure, right? Like if you need to course correct, you, you made a mistake. We didn't even acknowledge it. Right? We just put all the emphasis on the plan, the line, the document. We became defenders of outdated maps. We defended it at, any, at all costs. And I'm suggesting that the better way to manage this tension is to address it early and often you know, if you, work with, if, if you work with clients, address it early and often. Tell them, we are going to draw the best line we possibly can. And when we're done, as soon as you walk out the door, we know that it won't be right. Because reality, it turns out, reality won't conform <laughs> to our plan. Right? But that doesn't in any way, this is us still talking to a client, right? That doesn't in any, any way like diminish our desire to get this plan right. And the most valuable thing we're going to do is be here to help with course corrections. So that's the way we're thinking about planning. By the way, for those of you who are listening, this applies to business planning as well, right? We know that a real business plan is all about being less wrong tomorrow. So when we make this shift, we start to realize that the value of this process comes because we've established a baseline the value now shifts, the standard of care now shifts to this idea of being a guide in a changing landscape. And when we're guides in changing landscapes, we understand that the weather will be different than we thought, right? That the interaction between the humans that, were, that are on the trip with us is going to be different than we thought. And a guide in a changing landscape, when the different shows up, right? The, the scary weather, the scary markets. A guide in a changing landscape can be empathetic. Like the first step is to real, sorry, the first part of this step, course correct, is to realize that as a guide in a changing landscape, our skill comes not in our ability to draw the best line, but at this point, we've already drawn the line. Our skill comes in our ability to navigate uncertainty. Yeah, it makes me so happy 
this guide shifting from defender of outdated maps to guide in changing landscape, super important. And one of the core concepts is we course correct is this idea of having, thinking of the planning, the plans that we've made all the way through, the goals, the assumptions, everything that's gone into this plan up to this point, we just want to start thinking of them as strong opinions, loosely held. Of course we feel strongly about them or we wouldn't have put them down, right? Of course we feel like we got this right, but we know that we didn't. And so we're going to actively, this is an interesting concept to me, instead of trying to bury our heads in the sand and ignore disconfirming evidence, we're going to actively look for it. So we're going to have a strong opinion in the form of a plan, a line that we've drawn. Then we're going to take action, right? And we have that on the one-page plan, the next 90 days. We're going to take action. And as soon as we take action, by the way, action can simply just be time. As soon as we take action, we're going to be in a new place. And when we're in that new place, guess what will happen? New information will show up. And we're going to be actively looking for that new information. Especially if it tells us that the plan we made was wrong. And wrong is like a loaded word. It's, it really, what I really mean is incorrect, but I, I mean, I'm going to still use the word wrong, but I mean it, it just in the sense of like, it was incorrect. It's like a, we get so emotional about these things and so connected. It's like all we have to do is shift our thinking to, it's a math problem. If we got the math problem wrong, that doesn't make us bad. It, it means we have something new to solve for. And this disconfirming evidence that shows up, we should almost be celebrated. Like, oh, cool. I knew we would be wrong. Now I know exactly how I was wrong, at least at this next step. So we're, we're going to have a strong opinion and then we're going to actively look for disconfirming evidence. And we're going to talk about that early and often. If, we're in the, if, if you're listening to this and you're a financial planner, you're going to talk about that early and often with clients. I know the moment you walk out the door, this plan will be incorrect. We just don't know how yet because it turns out reality won't conform to our plans. And when we find out how it's wrong, it might be that it's wrong on the positive side. It might be that it's wrong on the, we've underperformed, you know, like in terms of, I don't mean underperform the market. It could be that, but it could also be life didn't turn out the way we thought. Either way, we're going to be looking for that evidence. And guess what we're going to do when we find it? We're going to, incor- so we've, we've, we've drawn a, a plan. We've taken action. We're looking for disconfirming evidence. When it shows up, guess what we do? We reassess. We reassess. It turns out that humans, particularly humans and their money, are the definition, the quintessential definition of a complex adaptive system. And when you're navigating a complex adaptive system, the only way to navigate a complex adaptive system is to, in the academic literature, it's to solve for the next local optimum. In other words, take the best next step. So solve for the next local optimum, then reset, and then repeat. And that's what we do. We have a strong opinion And then we take action and we make it a micro action, right? We take the next step and we take that step. We will literally be in a new place with new information available to us. Just by the the mere fact that we moved, 
We will have new perspective and new information. And then we incorporate that into the plan. That's the reset. And then we just repeat. And realize that that cycle that we go through of, of solving for the next local step, take solving for the next local optimum, reassess, reset, do it again. That cycle, the, the rate at which we'll cycle through that process is largely dependent on the volatility of the client situation. So you may have some clients and, and you listening to this, if you're not a financial advisor, this is still for you. Like you may be in a situation in your life where it's pretty darn stable. You know, not much changes. Got a really stable job. I, I've already built a plan to put money into my retirement account and we save this much into the education accounts. It's set, it's automated, not much changes. Well, you don't have, you're not going to be going through this cycle very often. Maybe once a year, you're going to look at it again. But you may also be in a situation where you're an entrepreneur and something's going on with the business and you have to check with the bank and it, you may be cycling through this every day because the situation's so volatile. So that's having, that's the, like there's an actual process around course correcting, right? And the reason this is so important is this is where the value of real financial planning. And by the way, this is where the value, if, if, if you're looking at hiring a financial planner, this is where the value of a real financial planner lies. And real ones know this and they're getting better at communicating it. But the value lies in your ability to navigate reality. <laughs> in other words, your ability to navigate uncertainty and help people make mission critical decisions in the face of what we like to refer to as irreducible uncertainty. Your value lies in the course corrections, not in defending a map. Your value lies in your ability to make really important decisions with incomplete information and then adjust as you go. That's where the value of real financial planning lies. And that is step six, course correct.